Welcome back. Hello, hello. Week 14. How are we doing today? We're doing really, really good. This is kind of a different setup for us. This is much different. So we are like 3,000 miles away from each other today. <laughs> Instead of being like four feet, we're pretty far. Yeah, yeah. So no echo, but uh, we get to play with internet and everything else. But so far, it sounds great. Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to make it work. We'll figure it out. We're doing it with our, uh, our low tech today. So we'll see how, how it goes. Yeah. So what's been going on? What's happened in the last couple of weeks? It's been kind of crazy for both of us, but more for you. So surprise! I have moved across the country. I now live in Delaware. The first state. (laughs) I'm seeing that everywhere on like all the license plates. Um, Yeah. So I decided to move to Delaware. And within um, like 14 days, I am here. Here we are. And we talked about choices, uh, which would have been the last episode, but two episodes ago. And part of the reason why we talked about choices was because we knew a choice might happen, but we weren't sure. Yeah, we were kind of like iffy at that point. Um, But yeah, for sure. This was the big choice that we were kind of alluding to because this was something that I had been um, thinking about for a long time, but wasn't really sure whether or not it was going to happen. So I didn't really want to, you know, discuss it and put it out there if I wasn't sure that this was going to, um, you know, to follow through if this wasn't going to come to fruition. But yeah, it did. So here we are. And I spent... um, all last week, I say all last week, but that's what I felt like, Um, really like Thursday through Sunday, driving all the way here, pulling a trailer. It was super interesting, but yeah, I'm super excited to be here. And like we said, this was a really big choice that was made. Um, It's a little bit scary, but I'm excited. And we we knew too, that when we started this, that things could change. But the one thing we talked about it with today's technology we could do this from anywhere and because i've talked about moving down to california and and being someplace else and we just we just now have to figure out the tech technical parts of it but uh i think it's great and i and i'm damn proud of you and and it was a a tough decision but maybe not but yeah i I mean i I feel good but it doesn't matter to me how i feel i mean it doesn't matter (laughs) to you how i feel Yeah, I mean, it definitely has been, um, it's been pretty tough and it was, um, it was harder than I thought it was going to be. Like once I was on the road and just really realizing that like this was the decision and now I do have to live with this decision because my whole life has been packed up into a trailer or furniture has been given away and it was... I don't know. I felt like I was in shock. Like when I decided I'm going to move to Delaware and then I was in a state of shock of like, or preparation, you know, like, how am I going to do this? I was in planning mode. And then as soon as I was able to kind of step back, it was, it was kind of hard. I didn't expect it to be so like in my face hard. Like I figured once I arrived and it had been some time, there would be some homesickness or like the longing or the nostalgia, but it was like, it's really like as soon as I was not in the driver's seat and I was in the passenger seat and I had that time to just think it, 
I don't know. It was like a shock to me. I wasn't expecting to feel sad for leaving Utah because of all the stress and everything that kind of was really just like perpetuating their just never ending cycle of this. And so I was, you know, deciding to remove myself from this cycle, but I didn't realize how, like how big of a choice that really was, you know, like it it is a really big choice to not just move. Like I didn't just move in the state. I moved across the country. I don't, like I have my sister here and I'm so, so grateful for my sister, Sarah and her husband, Matt. And because like we are in their house right now, they've opened their home to me and Duke while we look for, um, a permanent house, a permanent living situation. So we're kind of just like chilling here and it's been so amazing, but it was a really big decision to move across the country. And I don't know anyone here. I don't have a job lined up. Um, yeah. So the first couple of days has been really, really hard, but I woke up today like really feeling like I'm so ready to do this. So I have a couple of questions. Like we've talked about, the trauma brain or the brain that struggles with either anxiety, depression. Um, um, what's that called? Um, oh, I lost the word. Um, uh, PTSD? Uh, no, PT- it's where we become addicted. Um, there's that word, you know, coming, coming from your background, I guess is what I could say is, is you, you said you got in the passenger seat and you're able to think, what was your what was your mind doing from the, the from the trauma side, and then how did you how did you either calm it down, or how did you move into it to where it was acceptance? Has it happened yet? Oh, I really feel like it happened this morning, where I came to that acceptance of like this is the decision, and I'm happy with it, because I do think that um, as someone who has anxiety, a lot of the time I'm anxious about something that I haven't made a decision about yet, because I'm worried about that decision. And once you make that decision, then you're like, okay, I can sit with this. I think we kind of talked about this on our choices episode, where it's like you make a choice and then you need to be able to stick with it. And it was like I was sticking with it and I was on my way here, but I was still having doubts whether or not like this was the path I was supposed to be on, or what like if this was the step I was supposed to take. And then I kind of realized last night that some of this um, pain and this, you know, this doubt and this questioning was. Um, not from this situation, but because of a trauma anniversary. So like literally in five days, it's been a year since I was physically assaulted. And I didn't realize I was having some of these, like those same feelings coming up until yesterday. And then once I was able to realize that, oh my gosh, I do have this trauma anniversary coming up in a few days. It was like, okay, wow. The wheel started to turn. And I was like, okay, so some of this isn't me now. This is a, you know, a memory. This is my body remembering the trauma that it endured a year ago. And I don't know, once I like, I was able to think that it was like, okay, I can come away from this. I became, I became more aware of, um, the feelings that I was carrying at the time. And then this morning I was reading, well, really I just like sat out. So it's super rainy here today. And, um, I love the rain and I love trees. And so I just got a cup of coffee and I went out and my sister has this, like, um, it's a a screened in porch. And so I sat on the screened in porch and I just listened to the rain this morning and I had my cup of coffee and I like recorded the rain and 
I'm like the type of person who, if I need to calm down, I will play rain sounds on my phone. And so this was just like so perfect. I just kind of like sat there and I just like let myself be filled. I'm getting a little emotional. I just let myself like be filled with the love and like the divine peace that I feel with this decision because it's scary and having to start new can be so, so exciting and it can be thrilling and exhilarating, but it can also be absolutely terrifying and fear inducing and, you know, all of that. And I feel like I've been leaning more into that fear inducing to that doubt. And this morning really feeling that peace and like reconnecting with my divine power and being able to like, okay, this is my decision and I'm happy that I'm here. And I understand that new beginnings are after an end, you know? So sometimes you do need to say goodbye for a hello to start, you know? And I had been struggling with that goodbye and I did not really do the goodbye. I just kind of peaced out and left. Um, like I didn't even tell anyone I was moving. So like you knew and that was like it. So I don't know. A lot of things have just been really going on in the last like week and especially the last couple of days in my brain. So I feel like I'm coming into a lot of um, realizations. Um, like I did not want to say goodbye. And so I just didn't. <laughs> um, and that's okay. Like it's okay that I'm willing to, to say goodbye and I'm willing to leave um, relationships and friendships behind, not because they're bad or negative because they're not. It's just that I want to, I want to do something for me. I feel like I'm talking a lot, but <laughs> I've spent so long, basically since my son was born, revolving my whole life around being a single parent. The only I am statement I was sure of was I am a single parent. And I like realized this over the past year like when I broke my foot and I had to do all this internal work, I realized I have been a single parent and that's all that I've been. I've been a student. I've been a friend. But the only thing that I felt I was, I am a single parent. And I was talking about this with my sister in the car. And it's like, this is the first decision that I made for me, not for someone else and not because of someone else. This was like, I'm tired of being forced to live by everyone else's rules. I'm tired of being forced to not do what I want to please other people. And I decided I was done. And like I said, like I, once I decided two weeks later, I am here in Delaware. <laughs> so you can't say anything about my follow through. <laughs> I did it. I went and did it. Done. Did it. Check. So yeah. Well, I, th I think it's it, it it's a hard thing too because again, coming from a, a trauma brain, traumatic experiences and stuff. Sometimes we don't. All of us, whether trauma or not, we don't trust ourselves. And and I kind of like the way that you went about it because you needed to do this on your own and you needed to do it in your time frame. And there's so many people that love us and they'll say something and they're not trying to be negative. They're just right. trying to be helpful. But then we take it in a way that stops our progression. Mm -hmm. And I hope that I've been supportive because like it was hard to say goodbye to you the other day, but it was like, 
I, I, I know this is right and this is what she wants to do and I want to be there and be her support. But I'll have to tell you, I, I had to fight some battles with my own self. It's like, did I do something wrong? And I know I didn't, but it's like, Aww. oh my gosh, Hannah's leaving. We just started this, but it has nothing to do with you. But I've had to, because of you making this decision, it's helped me to trust myself a little bit more and just say, hey, this is really good with what Hannah's doing. And we can still have our relationship and we can still do the things we do because of the where the world is today. But this choice that you've made it's your choice. And what a, what a great thing you've done because now you're, you're trying to do this thing for you and for Duke and you're the most important thing. But the, the, the greatest thing is that you've got that support from that family member and their spouse. And that's the most important thing is when somebody can help us get into a situation that can be better than where we are now. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'm, I just want to reiterate like how grateful I am for Sarah and Matt, her husband. Matt flew out to Utah and he basically drove like the whole time back because, okay, clueless, literally a clueless moment. Okay. I hooked up the trailer. This is the first time I'm driving. I get in the freeway and because I have a Ford Explorer. Okay. It's a VA engine and you can pull, you can tow things, but when you've got a trailer full of your entire life, you need to go a little bit slower and U-Haul for some reason, I'm going to get in trouble, but I'm going to say it anyway. U-Haul doesn't um, let you, like they won't give you a contract to a Ford Explorer for like liability reasons. So my dad went and picked it up with his Ford, um, what is it, like F-150. And then we switched it to my car. And so we were like going extra slow, extra careful because we wanted to make sure we weren't going to blow my transmission or anything. And so it literally took us an extra like eight hours to get to Delaware. Plus we have my dog and my son. And so like we had to pull over a couple of times so he could poo on the side of the road. <laughs> or Kaya all of a sudden we're like, all right, Kaya needs water. We've got to get out. So it, oh my gosh, it just took so long. So I'm just so grateful for Matt. But literally the first time I hooked up the trailer, I'm getting on the freeway and I'm going 55 miles per hour. Okay. Because I have to go so slow. Semis semis trucks everyone is just like hauling past me and it literally was like a clueless moment where i was freaking out on the freeway didn't know what to do and the semis are like honking at me because i'm going so slow oh my gosh it was the worst like i can laugh about it now but at the time it was like full-on panic attack i had to call my sister and i was like i mean clueless and she knows clueless and so she knew exactly what i was talking about and she's like it's okay just stay on the phone just make sure you're on the right side of the freeway and i was like i'm doing all of that it was so funny but anyway yeah i'm just like so grateful for matt and sarah for being able to help me get out here and we're in their loft which means we're not like right in their face but it's always like I'm not the type of person who wants people hanging out in my home for days on end and they had just like really opened it up to us and especially with like a five-year-old and another dog so they are just amazing 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 and I love them it's you know I think a lot of our listeners might be struggle like us and again I'm, I'm separating and I shouldn't separate. Everybody has problems asking for help. Yeah. But sometimes we get in a situation where we really want to be independent, especially you. you you've been pretty much independent most of your life. Yeah. Was this offered to you? Did you ask for help? Have you asked for help if, since you've been there? Um, 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I, um, so when I decided I wanted to move, um, obviously I was moving to Delaware because it was either Delaware or Washington because I have family in both states and Delaware is a much cheaper place to live. So I ended up moving to Delaware and that's really the choice that it came down to is Washington is really, really expensive, especially where the family that I love is located. And so for me as a single parent, I keep, I see, I'm still defining myself as a single parent, um, but we're in the process. We're, we're going, we're blossoming. So I just felt like this was the better decision for me to come here. Um, but for sure, it's hard, it's always been hard for me to ask for help, not only um, because I'm a survivor of trauma, because you just don't want to ask for help after you've experienced trauma for like multiple reasons. Um, being a single parent, you don't want to ask for help because you feel like you should have to be able to do it all yourself. You're forced to do it yourself. And then just like being me as an introvert, it makes it really hard to ask for help. So <laughs> to answer that question, yes, I have asked for help, but it has, um, it's difficult. And I, like I said, the first couple of days here has been pretty, pretty hard. It's been you know, a transition, like a really big transition, especially when you are an introvert um, with anxiety and you're staying in someone else's house. You know, I'm just, I, I'm trying to do my best to like stay out of the way and not make it harder for me to be here. And I was on the phone with my sister yesterday. So she's still, she's still at work every day. And so we try and like keep in contact over the phone when I need something from her. And, um, we were on the phone and I just like was explaining, you know, I'm trying to stay out of the way as much as possible. I'm doing all the dishes. I'm happy to make all the meals, you know, just like, let me know what you can do. And it was, it made me sad that she said this, but not in a sad, like sad way, but she said, um, cause I said, I'm trying to stay out of the way. And she said, it makes me sad that you feel like you have to stay out of the way because you don't, I'm happy you're here. And I'm so, so glad that you, you know, are here and I get to hang out with you. And that Duke is here, you know? And so I realized I was like, okay, so that's, this is me. This is me feeling these things. And you know, I can ask for help and I am grateful to be here. So it is to answer your question in a roundabout way. Yes, I've asked for help. It is so still difficult, but Sarah is, um, very, um, like adept at just figuring this out. You know, she just knows, um, like who I am and she, you know, she's my sister. So she knows, um, you know, how to gauge my feelings, like, you know, by the words I'm saying or my body language, you know, because we're close. So, um, she'll just know to offer things when I'm like, I am afraid to ask for help or she'll just, um, just kind of do it. And she's like, here, just do it and <laughs> just take it. Cause I know you and I know you're not going to ask for help. So just here, you know? Yeah. And, and if you, so do you have the same thought patterns? And if you don't are, is she able, I mean, it sounds like she's able to see what's going on and just step in there and, and, be more open. I don't know if I'm saying the right things. Do you understand? Do you see where I'm going yeah. with that? So we do not have the same thought patterns for sure. Oh, it's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. There's a dog now. Okay. Pause. We pause it again. Well, it's okay. No, we don't pause. Yeah, we just keep. Okay. Okay. BRB. Okay. 
Okay, Matt is back, so he will watch oh, cool. Duke. Okay. One, two. So just start from the beginning of like, you don't have the same brain you said. So, yeah, no, we definitely do not have the same like thought patterns or the same, I don't know, like even the same response to trauma. You know, like every, even though we grew up in the same household, we both had our own experiences. She's the oldest and I'm the second youngest. So she's 13 years older than me. So, yeah, we totally do not have the same thought patterns, but she is because she is mental health trained and I'm mental health trained and we both are all kind of on our own like self-healing journey. We are vocal and we know how to ask for help when we need it. And we know how to recognize um, anxiety or depression or I just need a minute, you know, like we know how to recognize that in each other. And also we're both adults. And so I feel like we um, are more responsible than we were when we were younger. So I think we're much more closer now on a different level because we have these experiences and I'm more of an adult now than when she was like, you know, 20 and I'm eight, you know, we just had like sleepovers and stuff when she was in college. Whereas now like we have actual, you know, deep conversations about real life. And it's nice because I have looked up to Sarah for my entire life. I, I love her so much and she she has endured so much trauma and pain and she continues to advocate and be such an example for people. I have always looked up to her and when people ask me like who who is your idol? I usually say Demi Lovato and my sister Sarah because she's just she's awesome. So even though we do have different like trains of thought and thought patterns we are so similar and we come together in you know in fun ways and like we both love Doctor Who we both love Olive Garden you know we both love to dance like we don't care we just dance and we have fun I really think like I got my love for dancing from just watching Sarah just just you know not care and just be so comfortable with herself and I just love her so much and I'm just so grateful to like be here and I'm excited that our relationship is just continuing to grow and we are continuing to become closer because I'm like, I'm right here. I moved across the country for her. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's fun. Uh, it's, it's so nice to, to know that you've got that help there because you are so far away, but you're, you're, you're protected because you can't take your therapist with you or your medical doctor, or your OB or your, your, your pediatrician, your hospital, whatever it is, all those things that make you feel safe for health reasons or whatever. But you've got somebody that will put their arms around you and hold you. I mean, mentally, I'm not a physical touch person. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I want you to know also that, you know, I, I thought a lot about you when I was down in California, we weren't down there very long, but I was dancing down there and you know me, I don't dance. And I was, yeah. it was just like bopping my head. And all of a sudden I'm going, man, if Hannah could see me right now, just bopping uh-huh. my head. I was, I was in my element down there and it was just like, okay, I understand why Hannah's talking about this dancing stuff. I'm like, I'm feeling the music. I haven't felt the music in years. And it's like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm at <laughs> Malibu beach. I'm feeling the music. Where's Hannah? I need you to dance. You look like you were just thriving. I was so happy to see all of those pictures of you just, you know, just 
having lunch or on the beach or hanging out with Noah or sitting on the boat. It's just like you guys were doing so many cool things. And every single one, you just had this big smile on your face and you could just like see the radiation of light coming off you. It's so different. Get yourself to Cali. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is funny. I, it, I never celebrate my birthday. My birthday was Saturday and I just let them do whatever. And it was, it was, they sang to me at the restaurant that night. The, the waiter was just an amazing human. And the, it was just, it was fun. And the Mordu showed up, our good friends. And, and it, it's, it's, it's kind of like what you're saying right there. Just, just to be around people that you love and trust. And sometimes where you are in life, it doesn't matter if people love and trust you. You're just not in the right spot. And it doesn't mean physically, but mentally, yeah. whatever. But oh, it just helps. It helps knowing it helps knowing the people you love are safe too. Ah. I know my nose is running too. I just like was crying now. <laughs> no, both of our noses are running. <laughs> yeah, and that's the reason why. It's just the the emotion of the it emotions. all and, and everything else. Well, I'm glad you're safe. I I, kind of wish you would have kept a a journal, like an audio journal of something, because I really would have loved to hear hear those thoughts, because 10 miles out, freaking out, 20 miles out, this is awesome, (laughs) 25 miles out, what am I doing, (laughs) you know? I know, I I was thinking that I'm going to start a blog about this, like this is entirely new, this is a new journey, and I I am, I am going to start a blog. Kind of just detailing, you know, this is my new life in Delaware because this is a new life. This is a new life for me and I'm feeling good. (laughs) Did you catch it? I just had to. That was like so perfect. Um, But I really wanted to um, just shout this out really quick. This is from Morgan Harper Nichols. I love her. She is um, an Instagram creator. She's a poet and an artist. And I read this this morning and it just sounded so amazing. And it's it's like a paragraph, so it's a little bit long, but I'm just going to read it because I think it's so beautiful. And again, you can find this on her Instagram page, which is at Morgan Harper Nichols. So it goes, quote, I just hope you know it is okay if starting over looks like goodbye. I hope you know that leaving the familiar behind does not mean the end of a beautiful life. Yes, things will be different and you will be different too. You will notice the gaps and things you will also notice where light gets through. And you will find that all along there was more to you, even though you couldn't see it back then. You were overcoming what seemed impossible, proving you were more than where you had been. Every single day, you were learning the art of surrender. You were learning to let go where you needed to let go. You were accepting that the soil needed to be broken open so seeds could be planted and flowers could grow. Remember, be happy.